Evening church, it's me again. Please take your Bibles and turn to Proverbs 28. Have you had a good day today? Hope you're awake. I know it's been busy for me. I actually had to have a grandpa nap this afternoon. I was so tired. But I woke up and we're here to be in church. I'm going to read one verse out of Proverbs 28. I'm going to read the first verse. The Bible says, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. The righteous are bold as a lion. I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask God to help me this evening and we'll get into it and get through so we can pray. And so let's, 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 let's pray to God now. Lord, we're thankful for the day that you've given us. Thank you for all that you've allowed us to accomplish. Thank you for being able to come to church on a Wednesday night. Thank you for being able to sing. And thank you that we can open your word and just look at some verses and, and hopefully learn some things, Lord, and be encouraged a little bit. And I pray that you'll be, uh, you'll be blessed and you'll, you'll be honoured and magnified today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight I want to just talk to you a little bit about uh, being bold. Not, not bold, but, but bold. I could teach you about being bold, but I want to teach you a little bit about being bold for Christ. Any of you remember, those of you maybe my age, maybe even a little bit less, um, back in the, in the 80s, 90s, there were some ads on TV um, that was advertising, sorry about this, but it was advertising uh, Tui's beer. I'm not sure if you've ever, anyone's ever seen that, but, but, but there were a group of ads, and this is what came to my mind as, as I was just going over this this week. And, and the ad would go, how, it, it would start out, um, how do you feel when, when different scenarios? And there was one, and, and Pastor Lloyd would like this one, there was an ad with um, Mike Whitney in it. Anyone know Mike Whitney? He used to be a, a bowler for Australia. And uh, in the ad, he would come out, the team is, is, is well down, and he's the last one in and he needed so many runs to win the match and he strides to the crease and, and, and the ad goes on and, and, he, and he scores the runs that they need and, and he wins and they all cheer and they all go out the back and, and drink their beer and everything else. But the idea of that was it's kind of like people love a come-behind story or, or a comeback story where, where you're down and out and someone gets up boldly strides to the crease or they get into the ring and they defeat the enemy and they win for their team or they win for their country or, or themselves. Someone who was bold, it's, it's kind of like every, every kid's dream. I remember being a kid um, on the farm at Tabulum and we would play football and uh, you, would, you would live out the scenarios that you see on the TV over the football game. You, you would say, and Sterling's got the ball and he dodges and he dives and scores. And you would relive... Those, those sort of things. And you'd feel uh, empowered and you feel good about it. And uh, everyone wants to be that person who is, who is bold, can stand up and can do something. Uh, for, uh, as, as Christians, we want to be bold for Christ. And it's, I guess it's our dream to be able to, to be bold for Christ. Being bold has the meaning of someone who is fearless, daring and confident. Does that sound like you? Are you, are you fearless? Are you daring or are you confident? But did you know as a Christian we can be those things? We can be those things. So I'm going to look at three, 
three simple things tonight, a couple of things that boldness can do for us and then a couple of ways how we can, we can actually get some boldness. So the first thing that boldness can cause for us is uh, it can cause men to go past their, their own comfort zone. Let's have a look in, in Acts chapter 13. There's a couple of verses I want to look at tonight. Acts chapter 13. And we're going to read verse 44 to 46. It says, And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spoke against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold. So here's a couple of men who are now bold for Christ and said, it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you, but seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. Now notice what verse 47 says, uh, through 49, it says, for so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. So here we have, um, we have Paul and Barnabas who are preaching uh, to the Jews and, and they don't like what's being said and they start to speak out against them, they contradict them, they, they say these guys don't know what they're talking about, it's wrong. And, um, and, and Paul and Barnabas say, look, we preach to you, you didn't want to hear it, so now we're going to the, we're going to the Gentiles. And they started to speak with boldness. They were put in a position where they, where they had some opposition, and that opposition, something happened in them that they were able to stand boldly and proclaim the truth. Whenever we're going to be bold for Christ, we may need to get out of our comfort zone. There may be situations where we're going to have to endure some things. We may need to get in front of someone and say, look, this is what God says. This is the truth. We, we may need to talk to a workmate or a colleague and, and say, look, I know what you're saying about, you know, if your good works and your bad works, but the truth is God says you need to repent or you need to believe Christ for your salvation. It's got nothing to do with you. There needs to be a little bit of boldness when we get out of our, when we get out of our comfort zone. Now, notice what happens in verse 48, when, the, when they did preach, when they did get bold for Christ, verse 48 says, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. When people got bold, when they got out of their comfort zone, when they were confronted and they didn't shy away, they spoke forth the word of God with boldness, and people got saved. They glorified the word of the Lord. They glorified God, and people got saved. When people get bold, things can happen in our church, in our community. Notice verse 48, so verse 49 as well, says, and the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. So notice the progression. They, were, uh, they had opposition. They got a little bit bold. They realised, hey, we've got the truth, so I'm going to proclaim the truth. The truth went out. The word of God was preached People believed they heard and believed, but then the, the end result was 
that the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. The word went forth. Now I wonder how bold you are in proclaiming the truth about Jesus. When, when someone comes your way and there's an opportunity, how bold are we at taking that opportunity? Or do we stay silent through the fear or through nervousness or feeling this isn't there, there, there are more than one person around. Maybe there's a group of people and you really want to talk to this one person, but you think, oh, if I start talking to them, everybody's going to hear and then I'm feeling a little bit nervous about it. But there can be boldness and God can use that boldness. So men, boldness can cause men to go past their comfort zone, but, but it can also cause men to go past their, their cultural zone. Have a look in, in Acts chapter 4. In Acts chapter 4, we're going to read verse 13. So Peter and John had just been preaching. In verse 12 it says, uh, very well-known and famous verse, it says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now it says in verse 13, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marvelled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. You know, it, it, when people see boldness, it doesn't matter who you are. These men, the, the Bible says that, that uh, these men saw that they were unlearned men. There was no... Uh, being bold for Christ doesn't have to have a cultural thing. You don't have to be an Australian to be bold. You can be Indian. You can be African. You can be American. You can be whatever you want. But people will see when you're bold, they will see something about you that is different. The, the, the thing that, that interests me there is that the Bible says that when they saw that they'd learned that they were, that they were ignorant men and they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Others can't help but notice something about us, about Christ. And when, when we're bold for Christ, people can notice that it is Christ that we're being bold about. People can see there's something in you that is a lot different than everyone else. And that's what it should be. When we stand up for Christ and we're bold for Christ, we don't produce an arrogant spirit. We don't produce a spirit that says, I'm better than you. You're going to go to hell and I'm not because I'm better than you. By no means is that true. But people are going to see that there is something different about what you're saying and that's because of your boldness, because of your boldness for the word of God. People see that. People see the difference when we are bold. And then others go on to a challenge zone in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 14. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 14. So boldness can, can create a lot of things. It, 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 can, it can cause a lot of different, different reactions in people. We're going to start in verse 12. We're going to read through to verse 14. It says, But I would, ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold 
to speak the word without fear. So others can see our boldness. So the Apostle Paul is saying, look, I've done these things, I've gone through some things for the Lord and people saw what is happening and it says there, many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds. They saw what Paul had gone through. They had saw Paul being bold in, in doing the right thing and being faithful and in preaching and that stirred them up when they saw the boldness in somebody else. The Bible says there in verse 14, that they waxing confident, that's our meaning of boldness, our confidence, waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold now to speak the word without fear. When you stand up and be bold for Christ, other Christians can get encouraged by that. It's good to see somebody that may be willing to witness. That stirs me. When someone's willing to come and pray, that stirs me. When someone's willing to come and play an instrument, that stirs me. When someone's willing to come and preach, that stirs me. Does that stir you when you see people doing what's right? When people are bold for Christ, doing something for Christ, does that stir you to go on and do more as well? It should. It should. Now, we don't be bold for our, our own glory. We're bold for the glory of Christ. So the first thing, uh, the first thing boldness does is it creates certain things, sorry, it causes certain things with men, but it does in us, our own boldness or being bold for Christ can create some things in us. Let's have a look in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 12. The Bible says, In whom we have boldness, and access with confidence by the faith of him. Boldness can create in us confidence in God. Confidence in God. Have you ever noticed when you start to trust God, when you start to believe God, God gives you that extra bit of boldness. I'll give you an example. Um, this is just a, uh, a physical thing. On Sunday night, I got to, um, at last minute, uh, we had to make a change in, in the item of, of music on, on Sunday night. Caleb was scheduled to, to be here and, and to sing and he, it was his spot to do um, an item and he had to work. He, on Sunday afternoon he was called out and he said, I won't be able to do it. And we thought, well, what are we going to do? Who's going to sing? And I'd been working on a song at home and I said, look, I'll do it. I'll see how it go. And... We rehearsed it before church. I thought, okay, it's okay. But standing up here and singing, for me, took a bit of boldness. It wasn't something that I naturally feel like I'm very good at. I don't think I'm a solo singer. But it was good to be able to stand up and be bold for Christ. But it gave me some confidence that if I do this, it's not about me, but it's, it's about God. And the song was, Jesus, um, Jesus, you're the best friend. Jesus, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And to be able to do that, to be able to sing, as soon as you, for me, as soon as I add the guitar into the mix, it's like doubly nerves and um, things can go terribly wrong with the guitar when you, when you don't play it all the time. But confidence in God should give us some boldness.
And in this verse, it talks about having, having access as well. Access to God. Uh, boldness creates access to God. God will hear us when we call. When we're bold before, God does in the Bible tell us, let us come boldly under the throne of grace. We can pray. Our boldness can give us access to God. I wonder if, if when you pray, are you bold in coming to God? Do you say, God, these are the, these are the requests that I uh, am bringing before you. There are people that I'm praying for. There are circumstances that I'm praying about. And God, we need your help. We don't need to say, oh, oh God, um, maybe you can or uh, maybe it doesn't really matter, God. I know you're not really interested in us, and, uh, but if you really feel... We don't need to be so timid in our prayer. The Bible talks about being bold, coming before God boldly, and we have access to God because of our boldness. Once you think about the different men in the Bible who had confidence and boldness for God... Um, Think about David when he fought Goliath. Young man, never experienced in war, but had confidence enough in God that he was able to say, if God will help me, if God go for me, uh, who can be against me? And David went and fought Goliath. What about, as you see in the New Testament, as, as we've already mentioned, Peter and others preaching and, and, and having people against them, having to stand there, and, and, and tell the truth, God used them. Many people got saved. What about when I think about Noah building the ark? I'm sure it took some boldness to, to, uh, to put life on hold, to do what God wanted him to do, to, to maybe, uh, maybe to be ridiculed and look like someone that, that was a crazy man. But there was boldness for God. I think of Elijah at Mount, at Mount Carmel, standing up for God and and doing what was right. And then there's always the Hebrew boys in, Daniels, in Daniel who, um, who wouldn't do what was wrong but, but always obeyed God. There are men and women all throughout the Bible and all throughout history who because of their boldness and, and coming, coming, coming before God, God was able to use them and to help them and to encourage them and to do mighty things for God. I wonder how much boldness you've had this last week so far uh, in, in the first three days of this week. Have you had some boldness for Christ? Has God enabled you to do those things? Um, I have to look at myself on that. How, how much have I stood for Christ and, and been bold? And then the third thing is that boldness can come by some certain things. Let's have a look in Acts chapter 4 again. Acts chapter 4. And verse 29. Verse says, um, we'll read through to verse, verse uh, 31. It says, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak the word, by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the, by the name of the Holy child Jesus and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness can you notice 
how boldness came about in this particular passage. It was with prayer. They were in the midst of prayer and they said, God, there are things going on, there are threatenings going on, but grant unto thy servants all boldness that they may, that they may speak thy word. In verse 31, it says that they did speak with boldness the word of God. You know, if you're lacking a bit of boldness, if things are a little bit scary, things are like you don't feel comfortable standing up for Christ, I encourage you to pray. I encourage you to pray. Um, I believe our church has been a good church of prayer, but individually we need to ask God to help us uh, to be more surrendered to him, to be... Uh, to ask for boldness to stand. Because you and I have days where we do need to stand. We have times where we need to stand for what's right. Can you imagine what God could do with a surrendered Christian who said, God, give me boldness. And we believed it and we acted upon that. Can you imagine what, what the difference might be in our community with our workmates, with our colleagues, with our family, if we asked God to give us a little bit of boldness, because God, things are a little bit tough in our circumstances today, in this week, in this month, in 2021, things are just not going the way I thought they would, but God, I know you can help and I want to continue on and I want to stand firm and I want to move forward and I want to still do something for you, but I can't do it on my own. Can you give me some boldness. And the Bible says there in verse 31, when they, when they had prayed, it says the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. God started to do a work. God turned up and they spake the word of God with boldness. I like what was said there because the thing that they prayed about was grant thy servants that with all boldness we may speak the word. And God said, okay. I'll give you some boldness. And that's what they did. They didn't go off and, and uh, start a, a job or, or start a business. They didn't go off and, and build something. What they prayed for, God answered, and they went forth and did. If you were to pray tonight, God, give me boldness, I believe God will give you some boldness. 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and... These, these particular verses talk about the deacons. We'll read from verse 8. It says, Likewise must the deacons be, be grave, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy of filthy lucre, holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience, and let these also first be proved, then let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things, let the deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children and their own house as well. Now notice verse 13, it says, For they that have used the office of a deacon will purchase to themselves a good degree and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. Now I know this particular, these verses are talking about, about deacons using their offices well and doing the right thing. But it kind of, it speaks to me that when we obey God and we do right, God gives us boldness. When we use our Christian, I believe we can make an application for each one of us tonight. If we use our Christian walk correctly, 
and do it right and serve the Lord. It's kind of like God says, I'm going to reward you with some boldness because I believe God wants to use people who are doing right. God wants to give you boldness so you can take that right work that you're doing or that right walk that you're doing and continue doing more and continue serving and continue being bolder and doing more and more for Christ. Boldness can come by just, just by doing right. And then the last verse tonight is Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13. Boldness can be caused by an awareness of God's greatness. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and verse 6. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Isn't, isn't that a good verse? God's greatness, never leave us nor forsake us. Now verse 6, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. God is my helper. And we can boldly say that because of God's great awesomeness or awareness of God's greatness. You know, we do serve a great God and God is for us. And God wants to help you tonight. God wants to encourage you tonight. It's good that, that we have many who, who will do their part. It's good that we have many who will be faithful to church, who will do the soul winning, who will do the behind the scenes, who will be in church. But I wonder what God might do if some of us or if, if we all say, God, give me a bit more boldness than I've ever had before. Give me more boldness than I have now. I can say I don't have as much boldness as I need. I need more boldness to do more for God. Boldness to not to be worried about what people think if I mention Christ as my saviour. Boldness not to worry about uh, what people think when I don't go to the hotel and drink beer. Boldness to, to stand when others aren't standing. That's what I need God to help me with and I believe God can help you with that too if we just understand that, that God can help you be bold. We just need to obviously ask, do what's right and, and be aware of God's greatness and I believe God will give you the boldness that you need. All right, that's it for me tonight. Um, Alvin, I think you're going to come and read the prayer letter.